Now the official bam bears. The, yeah, but people don't know about the first bam 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 bam. Now they do. But they need to hear it for themselves. It's hearsay. We could be what? we could be lying. You call me a liar, Kenzer? I don't think there was a first bam bam bam. bam. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just sowing seeds of doubt amongst listeners. You're a seed of doubt. Was there another bam 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 bam? I don't know now. Oh lord. Er podcast. People don't care about that much. Er podcast. Er podcast. <laughs> don't make me bust out though. I don't know what this is. The switch stick. <laughs> Nintendo reference. Bam 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 bam. Speaking of Nintendo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 64 Bits of Rage. 64 Bits of Rage. Rage and 64 Bits. It's really hard for me to hit that high. <laughs> My it. voice is like, shot. <laughs> now the rest of the day. No, I can just flick it and then, you know, then you can get that high. Is like for a split second. Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't work like that then? No, it does okay. not work like that. <laughs> Not the slightest. Misconception. Your, your testosterone's gone for 3.5 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 3.5 seconds. There you go. No. 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 no, no. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't known this by now, I'm Ariel Schultz. And I'm Anthony Schultz. Oh, he's taking a drag. Yeah, it's good timing, cool. too. I'm sure, that, I'm sure the mic picked that up, too. <sighs> <laughs> just uh, releasing nicotine in the brain with the caffeine. You know what? We live through trying times, and I don't drink, so. <laughs> Not anymore. Exactly. <laughs> it's a horrible time to go drinking, by the way. Yeah, it's a good test of faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like willpower. Can you not drink while it's it's a bit the lacking. world goes crazy? It's a bit lacking the willpower here. Um. Anyway, so. This episode I'm supremely excited about. It's going to be a Animal Crossing episode, especially talking about the new one that came out. I know we've talked about, I think, Animal Crossing tidbits before. Yeah, we had a um, a podcast before this where we mm. talked about uh, new releases and they were really focused on Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was Rage Quit. And then now we're dividing up kind of our spoiler cast. So we're going to be doing, this is episode 11. We're going to be mm-hmm. doing Animal Crossing New Horizons with some history kind of tidbits of the series. Too. Yeah, and then definitely spoilers if you haven't dived into it. or uh, For this episode and then on our sister podcast, Rage Quit, um, it'll be episode 26. Doom Eternal. We'll be Doom Eternal spoiler cast. So Doom. If you're interested in both of them, uh, like we obviously are and were, um, <laughs> then you can listen to this one and then in the same week, just a couple days prior, you'll be able to listen to Doom Eternal. So. Yeah, exactly. But no, we're super excited to be able to talk about it. Like I said, I'm going to dive into a little bit, little bit of the history. We've kind of talked about it before. Um, but if you're like tuning in for the first time, kind of give you the background. I'm not going to divulge in all the games I think like we did previously. Just kind of the three main ones I feel like are the most important. Yeah, I don't think we dive headlong into all of them, and maybe because we'll... some of them weren't necessarily Animal Crossing as they were just kind of versions like yeah, Animal Crossing ish but... kind of. Yeah, but that kind of lends credence to, like, you prefer to play, and we'll get into more of this later, but you prefer to play New Horizons in handheld mode, and all the other ones, save for the GameCube one, were on handhelds. Yeah, that's So you think you would prefer those ones more than actually the original, almost? I didn't really know about the other ones, though, because... Which is surprising, because you had a DS. I did, yeah, Yeah. but in the same time, we're kind of going to divulge in the fact that I had a bajillion siblings and couldn't really get all the games I wanted. That's true. But we'll we'll, we'll dive into that a a little bit later. When you got a big family, it sucks when you want something cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so, 
I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, we're going to talk about the history of... Uh... Oh, yeah. Let me dive in the history of that. So I'll go there. No, so it's a good starting place. It so is. Well, we're going to start out with, the, like, Ariel said the first one, and then mm-hmm. pretty much jump ahead to the uh, cell phone one, and mm-hmm. then the, the rest switch, of the yeah. episode will be the Switch one. So the very first Animal Crossing was essentially made on the Nintendo 64, but that was only released in Japan. And then in 2000, April 14, 2001, it was enhanced and re-released on the GameCube later and for japan and north america america which yeah is really cool because that was our first kind of foray into animal mm-hmm. crossing at least here in the west yeah matt and i played it on the gamecube which is where i started out so i'll dive into actually the gameplay itself i don't need to dive into the history because it's relatively self-explanatory so what's cool it's a simulator it's like open-ended but the gender and looks of the character depend on answers given to the cat named rover whom the player meets on the train that's taking you to the town which is legit like you have to answer specific questions and then it kind of guesses you can alter it yourself if you don't like what it picks but in the same breath it's kind of like oh okay well fuck i'll go with that that's cool and so uh, with that being said there are also tasks the player can complete and goals they can achieve so the there are also tasks do 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 lost my train of thought where i'm going the game is played in real time which is cool observing days weeks and months using the gamecube's internal clock what I thought was fucking cool. Like, yeah, and fairly new mm-hmm. of that time. Yeah, and what was cool is. I think you'd be hard pressed to find other games that did that. That was kind of the start of that. Like, you yeah. like day night cycles, mm-hmm. but then also using your Actual. console's internal clock. Well, then, then of course, you could cheat like I did a lot when certain events or things would happen and just jump time. You just change the time and date on your GameCube. <laughs> you can even do that now with like PS4 games and stuff. Like, oh, I know. I've right? noticed like doing trophy runs for some games. Mm-hmm. People have done that. They've used that clock hack to get stuff done quicker. Would I find it Fall funny? Shelter as well. Fallout Shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find it funny because like I never thought of that as a game hack. I'm like, well, fuck. I want it to be this day because then my thing I need is coming or whatever. And I'm like, I'll just fast forward in time and or the weed will be. What's funny is like how this tangential to kind of gameplay is remembered. In this Animal Crossing that I played on the GameCube, when you picked weeds, they would just disappear. You couldn't sell them compared yeah. to where you can sell them now. Yeah, and you can even craft certain items and the new ones mm-hmm. with it. Like I the, think I gave the you a suck- Oh, you haven't been on. I gave you a succulent. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been on those since then. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can craft like the hay bed and yep. stuff with the weeds and some yeah. other things. So, and then they do have the real life events. So, including Independence Day, Halloween, the Harvest Festival, aka Thanksgiving, Toy Day, aka Christmas. Toy Kinda Day. Kind of to bypass those weird, you know, people getting weird. Oh, it's Christmas. Or the, you know, I don't sell I don't Christmas. think that was really a thing at the time. It's probably just so it's more universal. In GameCube? Like, a little bit. 20 years ago? Almost yeah. 20 years ago? I don't think so. I stopped celebrating Halloween. That's like personal, though. You stopped. Not... No, 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 no. When I was in school and stuff. Like, I couldn't say Merry Christmas. They were starting to transition to that. When was that? Fucking that long ago. That, that was not a thing to the school I went to at all. Well, you went into Wong Dong Dini Chini, duh. I went to the, the bigger school than your school when I was in Tacoma and in... Um... The valley beforehand. Yeah, but then just kind of when the wassail thing started, you were out by then. We did the wassail. It just didn't count. We were yeah, the very last grade for uh, state testing didn't count. Anyways, but we, we had to take that. it. We were the test groups for mm-hmm. all you peeps. Other activities such as fishing tournaments, early morning fitness classes, and so on and so forth. But the cool part is when you go to save compared to what it is on the Switch, and obviously with a handheld one, your uh, the Animal Crossing pocket game. Is you had to talk to the geo or uh, gyroid, G- gyroid, 
G-Y-R-O-I-D. Oh, where are we looking? Gyroid. Save oh, me. there's the save when players stop playing. They can talk to the. I'd say gyroid. Yeah, gyroid a creature next to their house to save their progress. And, and then you go in your house and it saves. But what's <coughs> cool is that's a necessary toddler. Uh, with the pocket game, the gyroids are collectibles. You collect them for certain events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's nothing in the Switch so far about the gyroids, but. With that being said, that's how you saved in the one on the GameCube. You had to talk to them and save. There's no other way to save. Well, which that makes sense. Uh, again, that you're like right on the cusp or like mm-hmm. a precursor to auto saves just because of the console generation. Yeah, we're right there. Because that GameCube had memory cards still. Yeah, still. So you mm-hmm. had to like usually hard save. Yeah. It really wasn't until the HD generation. So like PS3, Wii, and uh, 360. That had auto saves. Because they had still, hard drives. I still don't trust auto saves. We hard drives or they had SSD cards. So. Yeah. What's funny, because you and I still both don't trust autosaves. Oh, yeah. I manually save all the time. I, I let it autosave, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, turn off that functionality, but I usually use the secondary slot and mm-hmm. manually save for <laughs> what game every we game that playing? you can. I think we talked about this before. What game were we playing where you forgot to save in a long time and the system crashed or whatever? Uh, and the autosave didn't work? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember which title that was, but I did have that recently happen mm-hmm. where I got a reproduction of Skies of Arcadia from the mm-hmm. Sega Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And because it's a reproduction, everything is pretty well spot on, but it's not as stable as if I actually kind of owned the yeah. original, um, just by the nature of being a reproduction. Mm-hmm. But um, that froze. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't gotten to a save point yet because I was in the beginning of the game, oh, yeah. so I had to start over yep. and kind of blitz through. Luckily, you were only like ten minutes into the game, comparatively to three hours. Yeah, it wasn't like you know three hours in, like you just said. It, and, but and, it was still like rough because yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even have a chance to see. Right, I froze and I had to start. And over. it's like I've learned from my tragic tragedy to do hard saves because like when I was playing Pokemon on my uh, Nintendo. DS, I can't remember which one it was. Not it, was it was a DS, yeah. Uh, it was before you remembered. I was a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I had dropped it, and the battery had fallen out, and it had an auto saved or saved, and it had an hard save, and it put me literally right back in the beginning. Oh, I was like four hours into the game just rough. playing it. And of course, I set it down, and you're a kid, and you're going to play it in the bathroom, you know. Yeah, before, like, cloud saves and stuff, I had my PS3 die on me twice, mm-hmm. and I lost endgame saves of... Um, Oh, what is it? Uh, Dragon. Oh my god, I'm sure listeners are screaming at me right now. The Bioware RPG franchise, Dragon. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Uh, Dragon, <laughs> Dragon, some or other origins. I don't know why I'm You're like. You're just, just like brain farting hard right now. I really am. I'm having difficulties. But that and then Final Fantasy 13. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't backed up in the cloud and it brick the console mm-hmm. so the hard drive was kind of toast too and i yeah i lost like complete saves for mm-hmm. um like just a ton of stuff which was just that was that was rough that was rough that was rough that that, that is hard that's hard it's it's being why you're looking that up so dragon I'll... age there we go so the first dragon age dragon age origins uh, I lost my endgame save twice on that mm-hmm. game. Never gone back and finished it. And then Final Fantasy thirteen, And that was before cloud saves and stuff. So that really kind of put, a, put yeah, a sour taste in yeah. my mouth after that. And now I'm very diligent about, even though manually saving like you are, um, making sure that the I've saved PlayStation and... Plus subscription is always ahead. So that exactly. all my saves are backed up. 
And so speaking of saving, after you save and you can turn off the game, and there's a part where some people, there's this one critter, I can't remember if he's a mole or whatever he is. He's essentially a con artist. He cons you out of your belts. That's messed and, up. And he says if you like... Tom Nook's already doing that. I know, right? Like, legally. <laughs> but have another con artist in the mix. That's, that's rough. he says, you know, I'll give you this really cool specialty thing if you give me these many bells. Oh, well, not these many bells. And you keep doing it, keep doing it. And then at the end, it's honestly just a con and he disappears. But I'll... What I used to do, and I, a lot of people used to do this, uh, would pull... You turn it off automatically or just without saving, you shut it off. Because I would do... A hard save beforehand, you know, talk to the G-Road, and then, you know, exploring, and then he'd come up, and like, okay, well, I haven't really done much, because he always approaches you when you come out of your house, <clears throat> so it's yeah. not consistent. So it was after a hard save, so I'm like, okay, well, I just saved, so I'd turn it off. But then Mr. Rossetti, uh, he was the mole, <laughs> he yells at you. How dare you shut off the game? You're losing valuable information. Don't do it again. I'm That's like, hilarious. Fuck you, Rossetti. But he's the con artist. Yeah, but I would do it again. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. So other things is, you know, essentially kind of the same, you know, to expand, catching the bugs, paying them rent. Yeah, at its core, it's really a simulation game. It is. I mean, it's re- it's really like a... Um, it's, is it more fun or like family friendly or mm-hmm. you know more like probably aesthetically like even like pleasing like simulation? Game. Yeah, I mean it's like playing Sim City, but it's got character. Yeah, it's not it's a hardcore like... simulation game, which they those have their place as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually just more enticing because it is character driven and it's got its own unique yeah. aesthetic and all that good stuff. I think the worst thing in the one on the GameCube, I couldn't fucking catch fish to shave my goddamn life. The fish were a bitch to catch in that game. I remember trying that out, um, and I, th- I don't know if I brought it up on this podcast or not, but um, I think I have actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in high school. Uh, my best friend and I, uh, mm-hmm. Blaine and myself, would go over to another really close friend of ours who lived close by. Yeah. Because Blaine and I lived, like, ridiculously far away from our high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, he had to be driven into school because he was technically outside the school <laughs> district. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, an hour bus ride to get mm-hmm. to my high school. Yeah. But our friend Tyson uh, lived, like, two blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, there was like a soccer field, and then there was like a fence line, of course, a road, and then his house. And he was like right in the middle of uh, Cheney, Washington, where I grew up. That's great. And uh, we would go over and we would try out GameCube games and stuff, and one of the ones he had us try out was Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing. Yeah. That's the first time that I ever played Animal Crossing. I Mm -hmm. never had a a GameCube until like years later. No, you were a PlayStation kid, so. Yeah, at the time I had a PS2, Mm -hmm. and um, I think I'm... A PS1, which was kind of it didn't really matter so much because PS2 played PS1 games, but yeah. um, that was the that was the console that I was playing on mm-hmm. at the time. But I got to try out some GameCube games and stuff. Animal Crossing was one of them, mm-hmm. and I remember even then finding it. I knew that I wasn't making money or would have money yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to buy the console and the game myself, but I thought it was like super quaint and very charming, and I mm-hmm. thought it was a really interesting and cool game, nonetheless. Yeah. And that's the kind of game I like, because for me, it's like I've talked to you about multiple times, like I don't necessarily play games too often, and it's like I have really bad motion sickness. Yeah. And even though some games you still play to this day, it's like, okay, I can't try to stop watching. Well, but I was with... playing Doom Eternal last night, and I got a little like, and I was playing. Right. I can't imagine watching that <laughs> recording back that I took and trying to edit that for uh, YouTube. That's going to be a little rough. This will be fun. But like I was saying, I um, 
you know, I could easily play this. It's just kind of a top-down, essentially. Oh, yeah, the camera's great. It's not, like, wavering back and forth. No, it's, it's not like, quick It's pace. fairly fixed. Yeah. Uh, there's some times where you can, especially in the new one, where you can just make eight adjustment. Uh, yeah. It's, like, completely top-down, or mm-hmm. it's kind of at that front, you know, 45-degree or 60-degree yeah. angle. And then that's that's it. So. Well, yeah. And it's not your your character's not moving like ridiculously fast. No, you're, you're or anything just like walking, jump, you know, a slight jog or maybe most a quick pace, but nothing too over the top. Yeah. And what I like the most too is with it is. So we're talking about New Horizons now, though, right? No. Oh. Okay. I'm still talking about the original Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizon too, but because they had like similar gameplay. Yeah. But oh, uh, that's why I like playing the game when it was on the GameCube. So what I want to kind of divulge into some of the characters, obviously that you see previously. So you get Tom Nook, of course. The raccoon. Shiesty raccoon. You're a shiesty raccoon. He's so a you, lone shark. You're a lone shark. I'm not a lone shark. So you get Tom Nook. Then you get Blathers, the museum curator. And what's cool is ones that aren't in this one, the New Horizon one, is the security dog. He's like the police department. Him. Yeah. Well, who knows? We might. True. Yeah. We haven't quite finished the game, obviously. We haven't expanded as much. And, um... I'm trying to think. That's only the one I can honestly Stella. think of. Stella. Stella. Well, you get, like, the playable, the other characters that live in your, uh... Ha- or no, not Stella. I'm sorry. Uh, Isabel. Oh, yeah. Isabel, yeah. That's the character I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of. Isabel. Not as far Stella. as I main character. Stella is, uh, yeah, an optional one. You're right. I was, um, I was thinking Isabel, which we do well, get yeah. in New Horizons as well. But then the same thing. It's, like, you know, obviously all the playable animal anamorphic characters and stuff that live in your village... They either live there or don't, depending on your interactions with them. You can have up to 15 at one time, you know, as low as five. And they move in, move out. It's just kind of the, the nature of the beast of that game. And yeah. uh, with me, it's always catching the bugs, paying their rent. I like the one thing, which Snapping is... Snapping their necks, paying their rent. Oh, God. Is uh, I liked <laughs> catching scorpions, which were just as hard as the goddamn fucking tarantulas in yeah. a new, new Leaf. So, like, New Leaf with the... the uh, Oh, God. Uh, tarantulas. I'm trying to say spider and tarantula at the same time without saying, making a portmanteau of it. Spider. Um, uh, But I catch the scorpions. And scorpions? Scorpions. There you go. Scorpions. Scorpions. But they're just as hard as the tarantulas. Spoilers. Spoilers. You gotta keep the spiders. Spoilers. <laughs> I gotta keep my net out and make sure I don't get poisoned with my spoils. <laughs> but they're rare creatures and hard to catch. Scorpions. That doesn't work. You gotta no. do it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. Spoilers. 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 Gotta catch my spoilers. Spoilers. Gotta catch them. And the same thing with Blathers. He's the museum creator. You obviously donate things to him. Yep. And he still hates fossils bugs. and whatnot. Yeah, so. he still except for I always kept my fossils. <laughs> they're cool. Um, so obviously they're a little more rare on that island, and you can't really travel like you can with the newly. Well, I mean, I mean, we're talking about like now new generation of consoles. Yeah, more powerful. <laughs> Completely different aspect, and so network uh, capabilities. And right. Stuff too. So I would easily just. Catch scorpions, and then I liked how they look. They were really cool, so I would display them in my home. And then obviously I dig up certain ones and go to Mr. Blathers and see which, uh, which fossils that I had. Don't need the ones I really don't like, except for the ones I really wanted. So I have a T Rex skull inside my New Horizons 
ROX do not New Horizons, but my Animal Crossing. I've got like a uh, Triceratops one right now in my house. So, I know, right? Yeah, because I and that was an extra, so it wasn't one that I hadn't given. Yeah, uh, blathers, but I was like, fuck, that'd be cool. So yeah, I had to yeah. in my house. So and then other times, you know, if I didn't, if I've already caught it, or some things were cool, so I keep them. But I, I donate most of it to either blathers, and then I sell what's extra, you know, fruit and stuff, to Mister Nook. And so, which kind of brings me to the, not next generation, but I feel like kind of good jump. Because obviously they're the handheld versions and stuff like that that we've kind of talked about. And there's a... Yeah, there's just like three uh, DS and 3DS Animal mm-hmm. Crossings that were pretty popular and kind of tided people over from a console release. Yeah. So I agree. I think Animal Crossing mm-hmm. on um, iOS in particular, because that's, that's what we're using. Yeah, yeah. Um, was... One of Nintendo's early kind of forays into mm-hmm. mobile games and using their properties for for that. And yeah, you get, like, you get like Mario too. Run, you get Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, mm-hmm. and then there's Doctor um, Mario now. Doctor Mario now. I think there's a Mario Kart. As uh, I don't know. Well, or they talked about it at least. Uh, but besides, mm-hmm. Nintendo has they kind of dived into the mobile market. And well, because their Pocket hand- Camp, you know, did really well for them. Were their handheld games, and I think Pocket Camp was essentially them testing the waters of bringing Animal Crossing to the Switch. I think I think they were going to do that regardless. I think it's more well, it's my theory, but whatever. Increased bottom <laughs> bottom line. Yeah, is yeah, what yeah. That comes down you know, sooner to. than later situation. But with that being said, you know, I downloaded the Pocket Camp because you told me about it. Actually, I didn't know about it, and you know how much I loved Animal Crossing because I always played it on my DS or yeah. Because I played Pocket Camp actually quite a bit. Like when I when I was working, mm-hmm. um, catching the bugs being there, right? You know, crazy. <laughs> you know, hours and stuff every mm-hmm. week, I would do that. I had, like, three or four games that I rotated through just to mm-hmm. do, like, the dailies kind of a thing. And, yeah. And Pocket Camp was one of them. Yeah, and that's the thing that's also caught me. It's the gotcha game in that version, you know. Most mobile games are mm-hmm. gotcha games anyways. And to log in every day and get a cool money and stuff like that. The, obviously, the big difference with that one is that it does have in-game currency, which is the dollars. Because it still has bells. You still collect things and stuff. You know, you charge bells towards expanding this. And to this time, it's your RV. Because your pocket camp's campsite. Yeah. Um, you still have Blathers, but Mr. Blathers is a map orientation dude. He has maps you explore to earn items or people or stuff like that. Which is kind of cool. They still kept that uh, in a sense. There's still the Nook shop. There's Isabel who's introduced in this one. And, uh, you know, the curator of the camp. Yeah. And But what's cool is with the pocket camp version, obviously it's a gotcha game version. So... You know, you log in, you get these daily things, you get more events, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like event-orientated, like, games, to be honest. Some I like more than others. Like, I really, really like the ones that involve planting flowers and yeah. catching certain types of bugs. Um, there was a candy one, so you planted mar- marzipan flowers. There was a tulip one. You planted tulips, of course, for spring. And, you know... You catch the bugs, you plant them, let them grow, you water them, and then they grow, and then, of course, the bugs are on there, and they catch the bugs, and we catch the bugs. So, yeah, Isabel debuted a new leaf, so the 3DS one. Yeah, which we're not talking about that one. No, I know. I was just curious for my own sake. No, when it When Isabel... It's officially... I know she's, a, like, a very beloved character, and people are excited to find out that she's in New Horizons as well. Yeah, she hasn't been introduced yet, but... She heads the Resident Hall, which we haven't gotten yet. Nope. Um. Anyways, yeah, we're still diving into that game. Um. But with the Pocket Camp one, which is cool, because, like, you, ex- you still expand, but you deal with the 
Bird Brothers who expands your camper, not Mr. Nook who expands your homes. Yeah. Because it's different now. So we have a camper, you can expand the thing, add a floor, expand it again. I max out my expansion because it's really easy to collect fruit and bugs in it because it's a pocket handheld version. And of course they have other things where they get the they gotcha part is the in-game currency when it comes to the dollars. Yeah. You know, where you do certain things, you can earn dollars, you log in every day, you get the dollars on the login that day, or, you know, you level up, you get dollars, you get $10. It's pretty much the equivalent to the Miles program in the new one. It is. It's very equivalent, which is completely different from but the... But more invested in the cell phone mm-hmm. or smartphone ecosystem. Yeah. As far you... as, like, pay structures and stuff. Yeah, like I said, in-game currency where you pay actual money to get the dollars because some things that are rarer items that you can get they're 250 fucking dollars and it's like i got 15 my uh, futurama games like that too you can save up instead of dollars it's pizza slices (laughs) but you can buy packs of pizza slices Mm because it does take you can't earn them but it takes forever to earn I don't put a yeah. cent, I don't put a cent into that game, but no, neither do I. Um, I will save. I, play- I will <laughs> save up the two hundred and fifty or three hundred pizza slices to get calculated yep. or whatever. But. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's like same here. It's like I'll it's, save up my. We're games. not whales for cell phone games. No. So even though those kind of systems are already built baked into the game, it's like we don't really implement them. Yeah. Play, I mean, play enough to earn it on our own. True. I mean, I know I've dived into it a little bit far, but, like, what's your experience, like, with the differences in, in Pocket Camp so far in this conversation? Um, Pocket Camp, I'm having a hard time, like, remembering, even though I did play it, but it was, mm-hmm. again, just, like, a couple minutes, like, each day mm-hmm. to, like, log in, like, on a break or something or a lunch mm-hmm. break when I was working uh, a day job, but, um... Pocket Camp, I enjoyed for what it was. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I got a better, like, vertical slice of what mm-hmm. Animal Crossing was and could mm-hmm. be kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, it's probably, like, the most familiar I had ever been with mm-hmm. Animal Crossing as a whole, like, as yeah. a franchise. So it was kind of cool to see how, like, the systems work and um, the simulation aspects of the game or interactions with characters yeah. or, you know, just... Uh, I'm a, I've talked about this on Rage Quit, but I'm a huge fan of, like, collect-a-thons. <laughs> now, a lot of people don't like those kind of games. Um, but one of the reasons I like Ubisoft so much, mm-hmm. which might deter a lot of people, is because a lot of times their open-world games are collect-a-thons. You know, yeah. Assassin's Creed definitely is, uh, Far Cry especially, games like that mm-hmm. where if you want a platinum trophy on it or... Uh, you want to explore the entire map fully. You have to collect everything. Animal Crossing is the same kind of way, except the the tangibility of collecting. Yeah, is it much more feasible? It's more feasible, and then there's a immediate reward on top mm-hmm. of it. You either get bells or you get dollars or what you know whatever mm-hmm. currency you know for whatever particular or it's meant animal to give crossing. to a person and increases your level. Yeah, and. I feel like it's a lot more, like, thought out than some of those Ubisoft games that mm-hmm. I mentioned. So I, I like that. It's, like, an immediate reward. So you get immediate satisfaction, and uh, that makes you feel good about playing, and then makes you want to play more mm-hmm. um, instead of, like, oh, I collected this stuff, but I'm going to have to collect a thousand more, yeah. you know, over the course of the next four months before I can do anything with it. It's not structured like that. No. So it's really cool. And it's nice to see, too, because, like you said, the, uh, you know, 
instant reward where it's like, you know, I've collected all these oranges. Well, this person wants these oranges. Well, if I give them these oranges, it increases my level. Well, if I increase my level, I'll get dollars for it, which I can use towards this cool item that I want, but I really don't want to buy buy into it. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, it's definitely very multi-layered. You get that immediate kind of satisfaction that you can get within a single play period or even day. Mm-hmm. And then, like you just pointed out, you know, maybe your long-term goal is to kind of rack up these tiers and mm-hmm. so to get a more expensive item, you know, a few weeks from now. Yeah. But at least you're getting something, like, from the get-go. You're mm-hmm. getting something a week later from that yeah. original interaction. Or yeah. At least, or at least you get the ball rolling then. Uh-huh. And then you do as well, you know, three weeks later, four weeks later, two months later. I can buy the cool item that I wanted, outfit or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I, I really find that really it. interesting because I found a lot of games that have similar kind of structures mm-hmm. or gameplay mechanics don't, don't do that. It's either no. one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's immediate and then it's just kind of shallow. So you're like, well, okay, well, okay. what was the whole point of that? I got it, but it's not really something I was really crazy about and yeah, I don't really yeah. care as much. It's just the game led me to do this. Yeah. Or, um, you know, it's like like Far Cry, where it's like mm-hmm. getting every single collectible for a trophy so I can get a platinum trophy on it is going to take me six months. And so it's like I'm not yeah. going to get really a tangible, save for maybe some experience points, a reward Yeah, right yeah. out the gate. And it does a good job of layering from like the bottom of the spectrum to the top of the spectrum. It, yeah, very evenly I too, which like. is hard to do. It's a good gameplay loop is kind of what it boils down to. It is. You know, it makes you want to log back in because, you know, if you log in, you'll get those daily rewards, but at the same time, they got daily tasks you can do and check those off. Yeah, and you're and, always building towards bigger and bigger things. Yeah, and then obviously the daily events or the monthly event events, like I said, you know, doing the events with the bugs or the... I'm not much, not necessarily not a collectathon, but I don't like having to go run on, because of what the pocket camp, there's four different islands you go on. Yeah. You go on the beach, the lake, the island with the bugs, and then the island with the fruit. Yeah. Uh, the pat- pastures. No, that's not the right word. Or, uh, orchards. Or, orchards, yeah. orchards and stuff and so you travel the four islands there's always the four characters that are on the islands you can invite them to your camp i only have a handful the ones i really like just aesthetically the cool purple sheep that looks like a flower you know i have two cats one's purple one's black and white and then i think a dog and an elephant uh, that's awesome eloise i remember their names it's just you know in depth but you know you can invite nearly all of them but you have to create their like you know if it's sporty or natural essence you have to create all their furniture before you invite them and then set it out okay uh but i don't like doing that that's just too time consuming for me i don't like necessarily inviting people to my camp to begin with well, it's kind of cool, though, that you can pick and choose what you want. There's, you like, can. multiple there's like certain ones, like there's this one... gameplay loops that might entice other people, but not, you yeah, know, Yeah, there's a others. couple of characters I wouldn't mind having, and I wouldn't mind creating their furniture, but I haven't leveled them up, in the, uh, which essentially you level them up when you level up when you give them fruit or bugs or do tasks that they ask for you to do. Which makes sense. You know, obviously it's very simple because it's on your cell phone, so you either give them fruit or you give them bugs or you talk to them and they talk back to you and increases their level and then once they hit a level you know go from six to seven that seven gives you a heart which levels you up you obviously got the bar to fill all the way up you know and i tick them off pretty quickly yeah because i do cheat sometimes too because this is where this game jumps in with characters so you obviously have isabel tom nook you actually have his boys timmy and tommy nook in this game oh in new horizons and is that what I'm talking about? Okay, camp. Oh, no. okay. I'm, I'm jumping characters again. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. To explain myself a little farther. So the character jump from the GameCube to the Pocket Camp, you know, the similar characters, and then obviously the advanced, then the next one. Mm-hmm. So Pocket Camp has Mr. Bothers, but he's the 
map curator, not the yeah yeah uh, that. museum. We have Tom Nook, but then he has his bro uh, boys Timmy and Tommy Nook or Tommy and it's Tommy and Timmy. Tommy and Timmy Nook, Isabel of course. Then you get like the other characters, you know, the hedgehogs who do clothing, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. And then the llamas who do build your structures, your yeah, yeah. campsite, your tents and stuff for your other like characters. Workers. workers, yeah. Because you have the tent, excuse me, you have your camper and then you have the tents, quote unquote, set up for the other characters that are at your camp. Makes sense. But like I was saying, it's like, it's just intriguing to see, you know, like I was saying, I cheat where I use uh, Mr. Guller, the seagull, who's in New Horizon, but is in this one. Uh, Mr. Guller, he makes it easier to send off the items to these people. So if you don't want to essentially leave the your campsite, but you want to raise your levels up, you just entice Mr. Guller, and he sends off the products to the people, raises them up. Yeah, it's not cheating per se. That's, you're using a baked-in game mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of me having to go to every single island and talk to every creature and then just give them each thing, I just click a button. Yeah, yeah. That's baked into the game, so. Yeah, it's like a little. It's just like, it's a convenience. Yeah, it's a convenience. It's a comparative. Quality of life, I guess, improvement to this one. Well, essentially, where with a pocket camp where you want to, you are on a break. You have a 30 minute lunch or you're a 15 minute break. You can just fucking divulge quick, do, 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 knock them out. Which is what I would do. Because the characters switch out every four hours, four or five hours. Yeah. They rotate the islands, the people. So I'm like, okay, well, I've got a 15-minute break. Do, 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 knock them out real quick. Instead of me going there, it takes longer. Where compared to I have the time to be at home and take an hour or two to actually talk to them, yeah. build up more rapport, and, you know, more dive into building my level up, but as well as being able to explore the islands, replenish what I've given, you know, with fruit and bugs and stuff like that. All the and resources. Seashells. Yeah, the resources. That's what I'm looking for. More just what I do. You know, makes sense. That's what I did. Like when I, I was like, I wanted to game, but didn't have the time or mm-hmm. or availability to really crack into you know any give a console yeah. game. But <laughs> Pocket Camp and some of the others I played were a great distraction where I could still, 15. in some part, be kind of a part of that culture and game. Yeah. But you know, spend my limited I time that I had available to do Mr. so. Mr. Gulliver wasn't there when you started. He's a recent thing. Last couple and of I haven't played in a real long time. It's, yeah. It's so. been like a year and a half. So. Yeah, and then and he rolled out about six months ago, Mr. Golder, to make yeah. it easier. To make it, instead of a, an hour, two hour, or 30 minute play, I'm getting a little more because I do dive a little bit into these types yeah. of games. You know, a 30 minute, 40 minute playthrough, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Where you can just bust it out real quick, get it done. But accumulated over the day. Yeah, yeah, but then I can come back at the end of the day, visit who's still there, or revisit the people who are there, you know, and do all that. So it makes it easier to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like, those those games are kind of perfect for that. I always feel that mm-hmm. people who label themselves as, like, hard, hardcore gamers Boy. and besmirch people for playing cell phone games or smartphone games um, are, in all honesty, like, missing out and obviously not recognizing that there are plenty of gamers in this world who have very hectic lives like mm-hmm. scheduling wise you know you're yeah. working a 40 plus well, hour like, job what, what and you have game? a family and all these things it's nice sometimes to play your favorite nintendo property on your smartphone 10 15 minutes and yeah. you can play 10 or 15 minutes and get and enjoyment it rese- out and of honestly it. for me it resets my brain especially if i've been having a hard day i need to shut it off real quick and i can't obviously oh, yeah. dive into a game when i'm at work and i'm like on my phone I'm like okay 10 15 minutes just it's R&R, yeah. Yeah. you know like it's it is like kind of a moment of zen or you know 
meditation, you know, yeah. to some degree, because you do, you need to zone out of whatever you're doing mm-hmm. that's, you know, important or stressful or, you yeah. know, time strict and, you know, do what you love to do. Yeah. And back to what you were saying too, where quote unquote people think they're hardcore gamers and what game are you playing? You were playing Call of Duty, games I suck at, and this one person was fucking making fun of you and then you he asked, I think, what level? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, for context, um... I, I play, like, Medal of Honor on the PS1, which is, like, my big jam. I mm. love shooters and stuff, especially then. And then I play some of the earlier Call of Duties now. They're, like, older. Like, the original Modern Warfare and um, World at War and stuff like that. Uh, but I traditionally I don't play Call of Duty online, mm. and I don't really dive into, you know, Call of Duty, like, right when it comes out. Now mm. I just cherry-pick years after the fact which ones I want to play to play through the story. Yeah. So I had a couple of those, and I was streaming, because I do a series on uh, the AS Inquisitor YouTube channel mm-hmm. every, like, Wednesday morning uh, called Games I Suck At or A Viewer Suggestion. So, yeah, for the Games I Suck At series, I went through Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and everybody was super nice about that. They were, like, fine. They mm-hmm. were actually interested in the story, which is cool. Yeah, well, that's always cool. And then, yeah, I did some Call of Duty. After I finished that, I did just one episode of uh, Call of Duty World War II. Mm-hmm. And I just started it fresh. I, I had started it. I still haven't finished it. but And I was playing, and somebody joined in in the chat that I didn't recognize or know. And they were like, almost trolling. Not really crossing that line a little bit. And I've been streaming long enough that it's really not that big a deal, like... Um, on the precipice to be annoying and we're flat out just like you fucking suck like no wonder you don't play call of duty like no Mm -hmm. wonder this is games i suck at just like a whole litany of stuff Mm -hmm. and then and i was kind of ignoring them or just kind of laughing it off and moving on well they finally said it's like where do you what level are you fucking playing at is it like the easiest level and it's like and i you can bring it up and show it but it's like i always play games naturally not just call of duty uh in the hardest difficulty possible yep like, I just have since I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just something I like to do. And I am getting older, so I know my reflexes, my reflexes are pretty sharp now still, probably mm-hmm. better than they have been in the last five years. But oh, yeah. they are going to start to wane, and I know that. That's just physicality. That's just biology. <laughs> like, it's just going to happen. It's just you getting old. Yeah, and so I would rather kind of, like, buffer or prolong that out. This is, like, an internal kind of thought process internal I monologue. have. Um, by playing games on the like hardest difficulty because then I'm hopeful that like experience or mm-hmm. like difficulty will kind of like temper yeah. you know, aging as far as playing video games is concerned. Yeah, and sure. so the dude was like right afterwards, backtracked a little bit and then was like Holy shit, never mind. And then left the chat like immediately. Yeah, because I was playing it on the hardest difficulty because that's how I and I play Call of Duty Infinite Warfare mm-hmm. like that as well. And obviously I'm not playing online. That's a different beast. As far as, like, uh, mm-hmm. difficulty is concerned anyways. Yeah. You know, I don't have the experience there. Um, I probably could. But yeah. I, I just choose not to because mm-hmm. that's not the type of games I like to play or no. the type of modes I like to play in games. But, yeah, I thought that was, like, super funny because it was somebody who took themselves as very seriously as a gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought of themselves as, like, very hardcore. Probably played Call of Duty online, you know, a ton. Probably, Saw yeah. Call of Duty stream pop up, joined in, and then felt the need to, like, 
ridicule me. Because he's quote unquote. Even though it's gamer. labeled as such, games I suck at, and mm-hmm. I was like just laughing and having a good time with my moderator and other people yeah, there. Yeah, you had to ridicule somebody for it. And that's the. Yeah, and I was like, well, thing. that's not the intention of like this playlist or this series. It's just, you know, I can provide some sort of entertainment because I'm not the best at these yeah. types of games because I don't play them as frequently as I used to. You know, 20 years ago, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see somebody like that go back and play um, Medal of Honor in the highest difficulty mm-hmm. and like try to do trick shots and stuff like we used to do. Yeah, no scope, no scope headshots or uh, headshots and stuff. Hoodshots, hoodshots, hoodshots. Sounds like a uh, like bok choy or bok choy, turnips or something. <laughs> but Ew, yeah, it was just like it was a little irritating, but I just thought it was kind of silly. Like, what's kinda, the point of doing it? I yeah. suppose like you know, it, just, it didn't bother me as much of the time. But no, it just kind of fed into the litany that people were saying pop, you know, games, cell phone games aren't actual games. That's why like, games like the, if I'm not interested in or like modes I don't play and stuff like that, I try to be respectful to other gamers because yeah. other gamers like certain things, and that's hardcore to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as long as they're respectful to other gamers around them, and for some people, it's like hardcore gaming just being. Want, wanting to be entrenched mm-hmm. in that news and culture or play a game sometimes can only result in 15 minutes every four hours mm-hmm. you know on animal crossing pocket camp yeah and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that it doesn't make you any less of a gamer like no. you're very much enjoying yourself and you're in that culture and you're having a good time and it's taking your mind mm-hmm. off the stress Nothing's. or the work day and in my opinion that's just it, as viable as only playing Call of Duty mm-hmm. uh, online or playing, you know, a 100-hour JRPG mm-hmm. or, you know, playing only handhelds, you yeah. know, playing only your 3DS or your Vita or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Like, they all have their kind of place and they're all gamers. Yeah, and it's just crazy to see that. But, you know, essentially with the Pocket Camp, that's what it is. Now let's dive into Cancer and New Horizon, New Leaf. Uh, Not New Leaf, but New Horizons. I don't want to talk about New Leaf, but I'm going to say New Leaf 37 times. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. lucky the hamster's even on the wheel today and it's not rolling by itself, okay? Oh. Oh. <laughs> New Leaf. The game, the spoilers. <laughs> you're the one that does this to me. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a spoiler uh, central for it. I want you to be aware if you've seen it, played it, don't care about spoilers because obviously we've are only so far into the game itself. Obviously, it's a big ass. Herb. Yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna spoil what we can. However, yeah, we're not like a hundred percent complete with the game because it is one that just kind of perpetually exists. Yeah, it's one of those open ended. It doesn't end ever. There's always something new rolling out or some thing like that along those lines. But we're gonna spoil as much as we can. If you want to just play it for yourself, then you know this is about time to say goodbye. But if not. Yeah, you can bow out now, and then I will. I do have the timestamps listed in the description box below, whether you're listening to it on a podcast service or mm-hmm. YouTube. So if you see that there's nothing else timestamp-wise that catches your interest that's non-spoilerly after mm-hmm. this, then uh, you can skip to the outro or mm-hmm. just kind of be done for the ep- with the episode, yep. which is completely fine because this is we're 40 minutes in anyway. Yeah, so. we're, we're going to at least go another 20 20 minutes, yeah, yeah kind of spoiling. Yeah, we're going... New Horizons. Because I know what I'm saying. Most days. May not come out right, but I know what I'm saying. Most days. Anyway, so, New Horizon. Fucking love that game so far. Oh my god, the game is so much fun. Yeah, it's ridiculously good, I gotta say. I mean, oh my god, it's so much fun. 
fucking tarantulas. Fuck those tarantulas. Goddamn tarantulas. They're sneaky. I like how they're they're obviously uh, mirrored actual tarantulas. So when you're like come to get them with your neck. Oh yeah, they pull back and like, hey, show their fangs at you. Even though tarantulas are not poisonous, they'll knock your ass out like that. Yeah, I mean, like, they're formidable spiders. I mean, I know they're not like crazy venomous or anything, but no. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like a giant tarantula, essentially what it is. Big old dog that doesn't have any teeth, still growling and raising its hackles at you. You're Why gonna are you gonna make fun of Lydia. That's a big dog. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, it's still dog. gonna be. It's gonna Scary. trigger that like fight or flight. Yeah. And if I saw a spider that size doing that to me, I would feel the same way. Like, oh shit. Like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knowing that it's venomous or not, or like highly potent or not, really doesn't I'm going matter to catch so much. It. It's They're just scary. Right. I need to catch three of them. I need one for my home. One to give to Blathers. The lizard side of your brain's like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like that's dangerous. <laughs> like, don't fuck with that. Like, it does. I'm like, oh, oh it, see me, it's hissing, you know. And then, oh, it's so cute. Like, no, normal no. people don't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I think it's cute. And then one to sell because they're they're worth a lot because they're rare. No, I'm just saying more like in real life. Oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. I think they're cute. I like spiders. I mean, spiders don't bother me. Like, I'm not. I used to be them. horribly afraid of spiders when I was a little kid until I learned what they did. Like, yeah, like spiders I had and nightmares about spiders and stuff like that have never really bothered me. But when I was like, six I don't have a lot of like distinct kind of tangible fears like that, though. I did. I'm more like existential crisis mode when I'm like scared of things. So it's like when I have. <laughs> what does this mean? Is God telling me something? <laughs> no, no, not. Sometimes it can become, I guess, religious, like in a uh, sense. Is this a sign? M- mine are more like um, it's either like nihilism. Like, do we matter? Does this matter? Like, kind of what I was saying, yeah. Life is nothing. Or, like, mortality. I'm gonna die. Like, they're always, like, my fears are that, like, or I'm a failure. Like, mine are always, like, very existential. Right. And it's not, like, I don't really see a spider. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm scared of spiders. I'm scared or I'm scared now. of, you know, heights or, um... Uh, I guess the one I do have is bridges. Bridges freak me out, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. If it's a big bridge, like with like cars driving on, I'm fine. But if it's like a little like swaying walk bridge and shit over a park, I'm like, oh, I don't like this so much. <laughs> that kind of feeds into the existential morality crisis, yeah, though, like, or yeah. mortality. Like Not I'm gonna really. fucking die. <laughs> this bridge is gonna collapse, Indiana like, Jones style. Be like Mandy, where she's afraid of every single bug, so you can go grab a ladybug and chase her with it. I don't know if he still is, but my little brother's the same kind of way. I with a feeling I think Riley is. Um, yeah, anyways, I know, I know like when he was really little, he was like Andy Bug, like he was freaky, flies, freaked oh my out. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> it's a fly. People are, you just said your sister's afraid of every bug. And I chase her with bugs. Did you miss that part of the story too? Uh, yeah, I remember uh, same friend actually from high school, not the one <laughs> who had the GameCube, but my best friend Blaine. He was uh, I don't know if he still is, but he, he was definitely <laughs> back in the day. Afraid of like snakes, and so we had like our. Oh, is that the one you threw gardener snakes at him? Yeah, and then there was one that wasn't a gardener snake. <laughs> it was poisonous. Yeah, what well, our teacher told us that, but it was like, yeah, what? And I'm the one picking it up, by the way. But uh, yeah, we had a biology like field trip, mm-hmm. and we went, and because I grew up in like a real rural town, there was there's like creeks and bogs and woods yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. everywhere. And so yeah, we went to some some creek nearby that mm-hmm. had, like, a lot of different, like, specimens as far as, like, animals and plant life and stuff like that. So we, we, we had to wade into, like, this creek with, mm-hmm. like, waders and stuff on. And there was gardener snakes everywhere across the top of the water. So yeah. i pick them up throw them at my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that. <laughs> 
that shows that I'm not afraid of snakes, obviously, because yeah. I'm the one like capturing snakes that which I had never been around, by the way. I was just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Friend. He's of these. It wasn't like I, you know, had snakes at home or something or was used to them or mm -hmm. had other friends who had like, you know, reptiles as like pets or something. Like, mm -hmm. It was just like, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> snake? Probably more traumatizing than a snake than anybody else. Like, yeah. oh God! Why you picked me up? Now you're throwing Why me? Why you throw me at that fleshy ape? Don't! I'm scared of apes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know, learn about spiders, no longer scared of them. But, um, the New Horizons is like, or it's just, just like a great game. It's honestly it's a super well rounded. Yeah, it's it's a nine or a ten in my book. It's it's awesome. It's fantastic. Nine or ten polar bear paws, kind of sir. Yeah, so we do it out of five. So I guess it'd be a four and a half or five paws. I'd give it a four point seven paws. <laughs> I like how you go like real in depth. Like you go in the in the middle there. I, go, I would just round it I half. Do, I do toe beans, yo. <laughs> you do toe beans. I do toe beans. Yeah. <laughs> So Four paws, point seven toe beans. <laughs> so funny. But you know, and of course, let me dive into the characters that are like three and a half toe beans on a paw. Oh God! Uh, right, and so we <laughs> dive into the characters. Mister Blathers, he's there, of course. We have you know three characters for Blathers is really cool. Like we already have the museum set up, and it's huge and gorgeous. Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like the TARDIS, never you go, ending. You go inside, and it's bigger than it is it's on the outside. Than it looks on the outside. So. Yeah, and then we have Tom Nook, Timmy Nook, Tom Tommy Nook. That's a fucking tongue twister right <laughs> Timmy, there. Timmy, Tommy, and Tom. Yep, Nook, and then we Triple have T. the two characters. We have Rod and Phoebe. Phoebe the bird, and Rod the rat. Is he rat? He's a rat. Or your mouse, yeah. The mouse rat, whatever. Yeah. Who's a fitness nut? Yeah. Which that drives me crazy. And I'm like, I, it's a, like deserted island. I'm just like, this is vacation time. Don't be fucking working. He gave out. me a plan to make a honeycomb flooring. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it looks like honeycombs. That'd, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think I have, I have some of the nook ones, but that's it. Yeah, he gave it to me, so I've got to get some hornet nests, which they're just a bunch of a pain in the ass, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you don't have your net ready and if you're not fast, same with the tarantula situation. If you don't catch them, you get stuck by wasps and then your eye like swells shut. And you have to take medication to get rid of it. <laughs> I don't know what adverse effects besides your how your character one. looks. It's just because of how it looks. And I don't yeah. know if it goes away I always naturally. take medicine for it. but I don't know if it goes away naturally, essentially, but I take medicine anyways. Cause I, I, I always do, yeah. It's more crafting. Mm -hmm. and, um, <clears throat> Fun to do anyways. Your character kind of looks messed up. Well, and the, like, the, the, the whole cool part is... I know if you talk to other characters, they're startled. You're like, oh, God, what happened to you? Yeah. yeah. Not Tom Nook or Timmy Nook. They're because they're sell sell you sell things to them, so they don't really care. No, they'll still talk to you like Phoebe and Rod, but they'll, they'll they will definitely remark that your eye is you look fucked up and that you yeah. should take some medicine. Yeah, and so with with <laughs> crafting island Benadryl is what you're doing. But. Essentially, yeah. But with that being said, you know you start out obviously in a tent. You go on the trip. You know you pick your name and all that. Essentially, same startup with all of them. Yeah. And then, obviously, you have to do certain things before you can really go exploring. Because I'm like, I'm used to playing the game. They have a few. And honestly, it's not really tutorial. It's bare minimum tutorial. And I like that. Yeah, you had more tutorial than I did. Because you're the owner of the island, island on yeah. our Switch. We just have the one Switch. And so, you can play. You don't have multiple saves, though. It's like it always. You can have multiple people. But it's it's obviously saving uh, player-specific data, though, because you have your character and stuff you like have that. Your and so, like, my character's not there when you're playing kind of a thing. So it's obviously saving some data per mm -hmm. user. But, yeah, because the island is static when nobody's playing, mm -hmm. say for, like, time of day, <laughs> then, yeah, it definitely... 
It, mm-hmm. It's pulling a bulk of the information from a so, island save yeah. rather than a user save. Mm-hmm. But all three exist kind of simultaneously. Yeah, but it's got like one main person, which is fine. I, you know. That doesn't bother me at all because like in this instance, and it's super rare, I can, I can barely think of uh, a time when two really big AAA games from mm-hmm. very different publishers um released on the same day that we and then on top of it we each wanted one One or the other Mm -hmm. and animal crossing was definitely that game for you the Mm -hmm. one the one that you wanted so being kind of like tacked onto an island and having ariel run the show like doesn't bother me in the slightest i think it's actually kind of a clever way to set it up anyways because it's nice to you can't. If I play it like while while you're at work it's not like you're doing the tasks i wanted to do yeah, and well, and it's more like communal. Mm-hmm. It's like because even though you're playing like later than, yeah. than myself, it's like we're because there's two of us playing mm-hmm. it, and it's one island. Um, we're we're working towards like common goals. Yeah, together, you which doing, makes it easier. Which when is I was cool. building the museum, I needed iron. No, I was building the store, not the museum. The you're museum. building the store, so I collected iron because I didn't need it, and then I gave it to you. And I needed so thirty could, pieces of iron to build the the boys' store, Tommy and Timmy. Yeah, yeah, and, and I gave Blathers, you all we needed from him is... You built a museum, but I collected, like, 75% of... Because once you start the museum, you have to turn in 15 um, unique specimens to, him. to Blathers to continue on with the construction of the museum. So, and I, in this instance, didn't know that you had started the museum, and the game was, like, super fresh and new. So I also didn't know, mm-hmm. um, you know, really what I was doing because I had only played really Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and then had seen the original Animal yeah. Crossing, you know, like day. 15 years prior mm-hmm. or 18 years prior. But, um, yeah, I co- collected, I knew he had a quest and it was like, I need 15 specimens. So mm-hmm. I just started collecting specimens for him. And then, then I collected the latter half, yeah. And so I gave him like 11 of the 15 that he needed. And I was kind of topped out with what I could do because of the time of day. Yeah. And then, yeah, you finished it off. But it, it was, was like between the day, two of yeah. us, we finished the museum in like a day. And it's like the same breath too. It's like I kept some specimen, like a ladybug and a butterfly mantis praying mantis or a flower praying praying mantis they're both displayed in my house because i don't want to i want to keep them they're cool they're fucking beautiful little bugs and i think anthony which was kind of cool gave me a fossil because i like to keep certain fossils it's a lizard on a branch so he gave me a fossil and it's displayed on my fireplace which is cool with this game there's some furniture pieces i found that anthony has no access to because like you shake trees things fall out of it like money or prizes i found a cool canopy bed and I think one of the Islanders actually gave me the fire pit. I don't quite remember because I've been playing so many hours into it. So our houses are vastly unique. Anthony has bought in certain things that he likes to display. And I finally just got it to where I can customize wooden things where I can paint them. So I can paint my wardrobe thingy. I can paint my nightstand that you gave me. And we, back and forth, we're giving each other items like I... No, he likes succulents from life, and I got yeah. I got a can, and it's like I've got a DIY idea, <laughs> you know, and I'm like woohoo, you know, always screaming woohoo. Yeah, yeah, that and Doom, which is a very different game yeah, experience, but very like, different sounds. Little angelic Doom, and then woohoo, and he does that from arm Animal thing. Crossing, and then Doom Eternal. <laughs> He did what he did last night, Dad, 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 Doom. Yeah, he Dad, wanted me Dad, to play Dad, Doom because I wasn't playing Doom. Nope. I was playing Ghost, Ghost Recon. Recon Breakpoint. Mm-hmm. 
And he and I was he, playing Animal Crossing so he could hear it, and we always played Doom and Animal Crossing together. I think da 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 Doom. Uh, yeah, he wanted me to play Doom, so I, sw- I switched over. And he was Doom. grounded, but he was being cute, so he came out of his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I was saying, it's like, you know, cool to see, like, you know, even though Anthony and I have about the same size house, you're just fucking dead ass. I got fencing. He doesn't. Dad yeah, mine's more like rustic. And yeah, I have different flooring, different wallpaper. I have different crafting things mm-hmm. than you have. Mm-hmm. You have different crafting things than I have. Yeah, and being the main islander, too, I get certain materials I have to make to expand on people coming here, building their houses. I need to make certain things. Well, yeah, like with you, you built the houses. Mm-hmm. I gave you some of the materials. You got yeah. most of them yourself. You invited the characters. But I invited all the characters. Because yeah. <laughs> I was the first to discover that you could go off island to these mystery islands just With to collect Mr. Nooks. things. Yeah. Redeemable. Again, this is what comes into gameplay where you earn miles compared to bells and you can explore other islands, which is legit as shit. Yeah, which is kind of cool. It's like, it's more, more analogous to like mm-hmm. uh, miles to dollars. In Essentially, Pakistan. yeah. And then you still have the bell system as well, but. Yeah, catching the bugs, paying their rent. And so, but what's cool is with the miles, though, you do either tasks, you know, either you cut down yeah. a tree, catch this many bugs, create these many DIYs. Those are like daily tasks. Mm-hmm. Like, and like the first five you get, you get times two if you complete them within the day. Yeah. But then they, they do automatically refresh. It's not as if you finish five. And then you don't have any more, like, tasks to do. That's good. That's yummy. Um, they oh. refresh in new ones. You just don't get times two the miles if you complete it. Which is yeah. cool. So you can still keep playing. You're not, And then there's, like, like other done, tasks, done. too. Like, the main task, you know, you do, you know, talk to your people this many day. Create, you know, a hundred DIY projects. You yeah. get more. I got one where it was, like, collecting, like, a thousand weeds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you know, 500 <laughs> miles or a thousand miles or something. You know, bigger right. miles and it's 2,000 miles to get it. And I just did this. You didn't yet. You're almost there. I did the... Uh, 5,000 miles to get, expand how many more slots. So I got 10 more slots to carry more shit. I told you about that. Because <laughs> that's what I was saving up for. And I haven't played last two days. <laughs> yeah, but. no. And then, then it does have a daily thing too where you log into the Nook thing and you get extra miles for logging in. Yeah, exactly. And then, and that steadily increases each day you log into your kiosk. Which is yeah. kind of cool. You're like 50 the first day, 80 the next, and so and on and it's so like, forth. Mine is cool because I have my because there's four maps you can pick from. Yeah, we picked one with like levels and stuff, and it's like the most. Uh, it's the one with the most amount of like uh, rivers too. It's got it like it, like trisects the island mm-hmm. pretty much into like three different areas. Yeah, yeah. Which is you cool. have your main area, and then you have like three smaller areas mm-hmm. on like the northern part of the island, and then you also have like these bluffs. That, yeah, and then it's all surrounded by beaches, so. Yeah, mine's between two rocks and a little beach where I have actually a pretty cool iron gate, uh, iron chair and table, and then my picnic stuff set on top of the table. Yeah. Then my entire thing is like fence around. I saw them how you shake the trees, and sometimes you get items that fall. That's how I got my canopy bed. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. And, and it's then just. For me, mine is very almost addicting. on the other side of the island, not mm-hmm. completely. It's a little bit more landlocked, but I wanted to fish more. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Near the rivers. It, yeah, rivers. between two rivers and a, and a little pond. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of separate and close to where we have our museum. And mine's definitely a little bit more rustic. and Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool, though. It's like, God, this game, like we talked about, can either be 15 minutes or fucking two hours. And I've totally done that because, like, I've. You know, if I'm working on, like, streams or a production for a video mm-hmm. or listening to a podcast and, you know, maybe cleaning the house or getting Ollie going, 
I've totally done that. I've dived in just to get kind of my dailies for like yeah. 15 minutes, a half hour, mm-hmm. like collect a few things that I want, you yeah. know, maybe rack up some miles and then kind of be done with it. But then mm-hmm. there's other days where I'll have more time, you know, AS Inquisitors and as demanding on certain days. So then mm-hmm. I'll spend, you know, two hours and I'll play. Yeah. And then I've I do like... a lot more. I'll, I'll try to rack up as many miles mm-hmm. as possible so I can go to as many other islands as possible. Yeah. And I'll save a whole bunch of stuff, build a whole bunch of stuff. Talk to people, discover cool things. Yeah. You know, I, there was one point. So I definitely play as both. Yeah. And then this is where a difference between you and I'm used to be on handheld now. Cause I was just going to, yeah. I was just going to ask you that. So we also play very differently as far as what the switch allows. Yes. Yeah, very differently. And then what the funny part is, and we've talked about this before with, you know, Animal Crossing, because obviously it was on the GameCube, but then it vastly was mainly on handheld from then on. And so I've always played handheld versions, like my DS and stuff like that. And it's like, I like playing the Switch the handheld way. I like it being up close and personal. The buttons make sense to me. There was one point when we were trying to play together and I was playing on my with my cool... Uh, Pro controller, my um, your pro GameCube controller for pro, the Switch, yeah, for yeah. the Switch, which makes sense. Throw uh, throwback to when I played it on the GameCube, but I'm like fucking. I'm like, I don't like playing like this. And mine was the opposite way. So uh, this, I know we've talked about before. I Ariel got me a Switch Pro controller, mm-hmm. and I play the Switch a lot more now. And it's one of my like yearly goals to play the Switch more and play. Yeah, you know. Um, a lot of games on the Switch is mm-hmm. for this next year for content and even um, just for fun. Yeah. but and I, and I love my Switch controller. I use it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. very comfortable with it. Uh, there was one day where I tried to play Animal Hand Crossing on, in handheld mode. And it's like I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the days where I only played for like a half hour or so. Yeah. But I was I found the same frustration that you had but the other way mm-hmm. where I was like, the Joy-Cons, I was, like, not <laughs> well, used to playing that anyways, way. they don't your hand anyways. They so. don't. They're a little small. And it just didn't feel natural to mm-hmm. me. And so I had some difficulties where I would be, like, accidentally pressing the wrong button. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, you know, kind of fumbling around even though the layout's the same and yeah. the buttons are the same. And I yeah. know them now. It was just, I was having difficulties. But um, after that one day, I mm-hmm. went back to playing on the television, which is how I had started. Yeah. And I'm just fine with yep. the Switch Pro controller. And I prefer, <laughs> I like it on the big screen and I like to use my uh, Switch Pro nope, controller. Nope, I don't like it. I like the handheld version. And if anything, Ollie can sit next to me and we can I play with him and he can still meet her and do things. But it's like, and I'm used to it that way. I'm used to playing it on the handheld version now. It's like, I, yeah, uh, and, and I'm a handheld version person. You know, I like my handhelds DS that I really got into was uh, the, Vita. The, the game with color. Yeah, on eons ago. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Yeah. And then, yeah, the PSP and the Vita I played mm-hmm. dominantly. The PSP, I was in college, so I played mm-hmm. all the time. I had long bus rides. I had an hour break between classes or mm-hmm. two-hour breaks or whatever. Um, so I played the PSP. Mm-hmm. And then um, even further into adulthood, just kind of with, like, in modernity, mm-hmm. you know, with a family and a different lifestyle and stuff, I played the Vita. And it's like with me, it's like with like I said, I've iterated this many times. A big family that I have, my parents really didn't want us kids playing when they had their TV time. You know, us playing games. So the kind of way I got around playing video games, I had my handheld and I was outside. <laughs> See, I'm outside, mom, but I play my handheld. Yeah, you know? and I had a TV in my room always because I was an only child for the first nine years, mm-hmm. and then afterwards I was the oldest by far at yeah. a teenager. So. Angsty time just played in the basement, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I fun. had my own television, and I had grown up with 
uh, Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. which I've talked about, and then I kind of went on from there. So I was, uh, I've always been more attuned into console gaming and playing on a television. And I think that's where you and I have talked about before. You're teasing me about, you know, oh, I'm a Nintendo chick. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm more of a Nintendo handheld person, not not necessarily a Nintendo. Well, person. and that's fine. Like, I mean, no, it just it just made me think about that, you know, and it was just kind of funny. But in a uh, long run, I'm honestly super excited, and they they just like playing the 64 with those horrible controllers. Oh, shut up. Um, you know they're bad. <laughs> the console itself and the games aren't bad by any means, no. but that controller is awful. <laughs> Everybody knows that controller is awful. Anthony, um, so bad. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> GameCube one's fine. The GameCube one's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, to iterate, um, they also just announced not too long ago uh, events still like Easter which, which up. is really cool because you collect Easter eggs, and I'm so excited. I play now a lot of like. Um, Looter shooters that are, like, games as a service, mm-hmm. like the Division 2 and Ghost Recon Breakpoint. But mm-hmm. I also play, like, Fallout 76. Yeah. Um, Vault. Fallout. Vault. Dwellers. Oh, yeah. Fallout Shelter. Shelter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of those games, especially that are, like, heavily reliant on online connectivity, do in-game events. events. Yeah. Which I agree with Ariel. It's something I really enjoy. It freshens mm-hmm. up the gameplay. It's unique content. And then it's very apropos like, to the time of year. Like, depending on who's collecting what. Like, we got all the Easter eggs when we did Easter and Fallout 76. So we got the cool... Yeah. Cool eggs. And, and we got the like, Santatron for Christmas. Yeah, because people who have so. seen it said, how did you do that? Well, I logged in every day so I can get the eggs. Cause... Yeah, and I had that. Yeah, because I got the bunny mascot mm-hmm. outfit, which I use in Fallout 76 still. A lot of people don't have that because they didn't log in to get it. Yeah. And, and it's like, with me, it's like, I fucking love the daily logins and getting mm-hmm. it. And so, like, when Easter or these certain events come around, I'm, I'm going to be super excited because it's like, with the Pocket Camp, the events I was talking about, like, catching bugs and stuff like that with planting flowers. Now it's like, you get Easter ones, you go fishing, you collect eggs, and the eggs would let you actually build items, you know? you Yeah, or, yeah. You know, or you turn them into the bunny or well, whatever. Well, because I, I think more for, like, a gotcha game, uh, a lot of the gameplay revolves around those events, mm-hmm. just because the game can only be so large. Yeah. However, with a console release, or even, um, you know, a hybrid console like mm-hmm. the Switch, it's not solely dependent on events. events. Mm-hmm. It's almost just, like, an added extra layer of it's fun. Awesome or, and so it's, like, it's, like, supplementary to mm-hmm. the game but it's yeah. not necessary so mm-hmm. it's it's really cool because you can have you know hours and hours and hours of enjoyment with just the base game and what it offers mm-hmm. but then these cool like events, we read yesterday so like, you know, or what was announced April yesterday April 1st to the 15th I think so yeah it's like a two week period yeah two encompasses which makes Easter. sense a two week period you know because it crosses into Easter you collect you talk to the Easter bunny it's like I've lost my eggs and you go collect the eggs yeah it's super then, cool I didn't expect because Nintendo is obviously kind of new, especially being connected to the online all the time. Mm-hmm. It was sort of done with the Wii. The Wii U is just kind of lost now to the annals of time. But mm-hmm. uh, it's cool to see the Switch kind of the Switch kind of like embrace that yep. and do like events or online multiplayer yep. even, and like that's really cool. I like it a lot. I think it's really really great. And so I would think with that note, you know, obviously we got to play more into it there's a lot to do (laughs) yeah i mean it's pretty perpetual and this is especially in my opinion where it kind of harkens back to uh simulation games Mm -hmm. is you can play you know like 
I'm going to go a little bit further back because it's the one I had the most familiarity with. But like SimCity 2000, mm -hmm. over and over and over again. It doesn't ever end. Yep. Never, ever ends. Even it's if you're kind of like, happening. you get bored with like your city and stuff, you could start a new one. You know, mm -hmm. there's always something to do or to be done. Or if you get bored or forget about the game and get too busy in life, you can always come back and like, oh, this has all changed. Yeah, exactly. And Animal Crossing really like kind of fits mm -hmm. into that mold of a simulation game. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you are simulating aspects of life and um mm -hmm. building you know not necessarily a city but an island or a community yeah, uh, yeah you know or a township which is cool in its own right and so you know i'm super excited to see what the future foretells and honestly like you said this game's never ending i don't think i'm ever gonna get bored of it because i that's why i love my pocket camp i honestly still like i'll log off of animal crossing horizon i'm playing my pocket camp you know like 10 minutes after that you know just make sure i did my daily login and what i need to do <laughs> and that's doing that hand in hand with the both of them you know yeah exactly and there's games that like i i've definitely very like agnostic in the types mm -hmm. of consoles and games that i do play but a lot of people usually will stick to one and i've even heard like people uh talk about like you know they play two or three games is that too much kind mm -hmm. of a thing and it's like i play dozens of games yeah. every week mm -hmm. they're usually the same week to week to week until yeah, i yeah. start to finish some of them up um but you know i play i'll probably play six different consoles in a week mm -hmm. and i'll play you know 12 to 18 different games yeah every single week exactly. but this is one that i'll definitely go back to as well mm -hmm. where it's like it's just it's fun yeah it's just fun and you, like we talked about earlier you can spend 15 minutes with it you can spend a half hour with it you can spend two hours with it you mm -hmm. know it really doesn't matter like the time so much you're gonna derive some sort of enjoyment and productivity so how many you know, times am game. i pulling your baby look what i did or look how cool oh, this yeah, is absolutely. you know yeah, because there's just there's so much to show off or something new that you got that mm -hmm. I don't have or you know we've you gotten further in a big if project. If I need to make you something, yeah, you or don't have it. I need to hop on to give you something because I've mm -hmm. stocked up on a whole bunch of iron for some reason. Yeah, you know things like that. There's always something to do, and then it's also, in my opinion, um, one of the best like communal kind of games mm -hmm. like it just makes you feel good and it makes you feel good to talk about other people mm -hmm. like i've enjoyed talking to you about the game yeah like when we're not playing it or if you're playing it and i'm playing mm -hmm. something else it's just fun it, it makes you feel good and it brings out the best in like gaming and gamers where mm -hmm. you're just it's more collaborative it's more you, you know, know, I see on Twitter all the time people asking, hey, come visit my island. Come here. Here's my friend. Carol. And I did that with my sister, which it's like I talked to sporadically, unfortunately, and don't really play online games. They're they like a lot of different games mm -hmm. than I do or the games that do overlap are single players, mm -hmm. they're like JRPGs. And yeah, I she asked me if I had a dodo code. And so I went and got, got one for the, for the day and <laughs> I sent her the code via mm -hmm. text and then... Uh, like she came in and, and my little brother was at the, their house watching her play because mm -hmm. they share an island and came over mm -hmm. and I got to check out our island and stuff. Very we got some more and fun. miles and mm -hmm. we were able to chat in game and uh, it was it was really cool. It was a fun experience. You know, mm -hmm. it was like I said, I don't really play online games with them. And so Animal Crossing was the one where we were able to. Yep. You know, without any one of us making a consolidation of, you know, oh, that's not really a game I play, but yeah. I'll play it because you play it so we can play online. It wasn't yeah. that type yeah. of situation. Which is so, nice. Which is really cool. All right. Well, on uh, another cool, relatively exciting note for me. Um, so Rogue Energy, who sponsors this podcast, was doing a giveaway thing. And I saw it. And I mentioned, hey, babe, aka, you know, hubby over here, Anthony. 
You should. It was a criteria where you write something down for your spouse or friend or somebody who deserves free rogue. Yeah, and it was like a rogue energy sampler pack, and then mm -hmm. they have a new shaker. The gladiator. Yeah, and so... And I've been eyeballing it. I'm like, hey, you know, fuck. Let's well, yeah, we were going to get it. Regardless. Regardless, which is kind of funny. Um, and but we just hadn't done it yet. No, because we just put in another order for a tub and got the free glass that they were offering. Yes. And so I can't get the, the shaker. Well, I could have, but I, I was already spending getting a tub and a glass. So I was going to wait to get a shaker down the road because I already have three of them. Yeah, and plus if they were divided up, we could use our promo code. Yeah. As and well as the, the free glass was a promo code. Yeah. And you can't double up. No, and so we we did that, and so he entered me in, and I was at work, checked on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, you had one. And I'm like, what? I never win. Oh. <laughs> and I, so I was like super excited. I was texting him. I was at work. I'm not supposed to be on the phone. Oh, my God, I won. And I DM'd them. And I'm like, yeah, you won. And they said, your husband wrote this really sweet thing about you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So I think I wrote something along the lines of that if, if anyone needs energy, it's my beautiful wife because she works incredibly hard mm -hmm. uh, and is the breadwinner for her family. Yeah. Or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, essentially along those lines. <laughs> Which is true. I, like, I meant what I wrote. Well, yeah, of course. And you meant what you wrote. But then it's like, you know, I won. They sent it out. They, he's like, ASAP on that shit. I got it within a week. And oh, less than. It was, less it's than it's been a few days. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, within a few days span, I got my gladiator. I want to say, like, you got that, like, Monday or something yeah. like that. And we're <laughs> at Friday, and just because of the chaos of the world, Postal's a little slow, and it was supposed Mostly to be here yesterday. Thursday, but I still got it on a Friday, though, so yeah. it's so cool. So five days later, yeah. it was in your hands, right? which is insane. And so, so you know, yes, they sponsor this, but it's also, I'm oh, ugh, excuse me, time to hear it. Also, because the validity of their, them doing, like, uh, winnings like holding those contests yeah, and yeah. stuff and that they actually are legit with what they do and just you know solidifies my why you need to get rogue energy and why it's so fucking cool and why you know it's a good anecdote like i think a lot of podcasters or content creators say you know i would never be endorsed by something i didn't use or i didn't like and you find that that's not the case mm -hmm. uh we're small enough especially right now that mm -hmm. it is the case so yeah. when we say that we wouldn't be sponsored by anybody we didn't use or enjoy, mm -hmm. um, we mean it. Yes. Like, Ariel uses Rogue Energy five days a week. She uses it every single morning when she goes to work for her day job. Well, and, I, and I make it for her, and sometimes I'll do, like, two in advance, and we have several shakers now. Well, it's like, I like it because there's no sugar. There's hardly any... Fi there's five calories, and with my job, I sit on my butt. I don't need to add more sugar and calories. Yeah. You know, to... Because you're not going to be able to burn them off. Kind yeah. Of you know, yeah. I drink tea, natural not, not tea. Dead. Yeah. Well, I drink tea and stuff, but then I have my Rogue Energy, which boosts my energy naturally, you know, and... It's like the best thing ever, and like Anthony was saying, I drink it five days a week when I'm at work. Yeah, and I get um, email digests from them that mm -hmm. showcase, you know, if they have a new promo code for that week or month, mm -hmm. uh, what new products they have come out. They are very cool uh, communicative mm -hmm. and do a great job of, like, letting their customers or their fans know mm -hmm. what's going on, yep. what's new. Yep. You can use this promo code to get a discount. Mm -hmm. And their shipping is incredibly quick and fast. Yes. Um, I'm never too long without my rogue energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just within a few days you get it. Yeah, and which is insane. you get an awesome little, like, like graphic like card with their kind of, like, company thank motto you. on it. And thank you. And a sticker. And a sticker. I always put the sticker on our fridge. <laughs> yeah, we got a whole bunch of different ones now. And our fridge is uh, chalkboard painted, so. Yeah, that's why we have yeah. stickers and stuff yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. But anyways, if you want to try it out yourself and have the same kind of experience that we've experienced with rogue energy... 
um, at checkout in the uh, promo box. Mm-hmm. Type in six four the numerals, and then bits all together. Um, capital B. So six four capital B I T S sixty four bits, and then you can get ten percent off your next order. Yeah, which is really cool. Getting a shamelessly plug. <laughs> I mean, they are a sponsorship, and they're a great company. So I just thought it was cool. You know, I didn't win because they don't know. That they sponsor me specifically, they sponsor our podcast and our yeah, company. it's not through Mar- 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 Anthony Schultz. No, at it's all. at ASI. It's our ASI. It's company. AS Inquisitor. Yeah. it's ASI. It's yeah. our actual company, so they had no idea. But you know, they're one and the same. Yeah, like. but super fucking stoked! I got it today. I'm excited to use it for work on Saturday. It's my toughest day, aka my Monday at work. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> which it kind of cool too because like. The week before, at the end of the week, mm-hmm. we found AS Inquisitor got a review opportunity with Twin Breakers. I know. As yeah. like back to back. Something that you really wanted and something that I really yep. wanted to do. So It was cool. It was legit. It was super All right. Cool. Any other housekeeping or is that everything, boss? Uh, no, we mentioned in our last Rage Quit, um, mm-hmm. and it's worth mentioning here, we were planning on doing t shirts and merchandise. It's going to roll out a little later. later Yeah, by the end of uh, April, along with the Patreon, so you could get earlier exclusive content. Beginning of May, if anything, we'll push it down to the end of May. It will probably be further out than that. Okay, I I was thinking, sorry, I meant September. Yeah, we'll have to kind of wait and see see what's going on with the the rest of the world. However, we don't want to overburden or like... We're, we're not, we're not going to ask you for a dollar when there's a lot of Americans that are hard up or now unemployed. Yep. It's kind of what it comes yep. down to. Yep. Like, I don't care if it's even just a dollar. It's 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 too much to ask yep. when, you, when you're worried about either your savings or your 401k or your getting family food or, your or rent mortgage, yeah. you know. And then on top of it, if you are comfortable, you probably are trying to uplift those around you, your family members, mm-hmm. your friends, your coworkers. So um, we don't want to be in a position to mm-hmm. hurt people. And ask them for money. Yep. And even though you'd probably be gracious enough to do so, we don't want you to. Nope. So we're going to wait on um, merchandise. Yep. Um, we'll see how this unplay, like unfolds and mm-hmm. like how it, it plays out yep. uh, for when we will. Um, hopefully we'll have just kind of everything in the pipeline and good to go. So yeah, it can just cool. launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we really don't have to worry. We don't have to come back on here and be like, well, it's going to be another three months because we haven't done anything. But yeah. Um, Hopefully it'll be to the point where it's like, well, everything's kind of finalized. It's just, just roll out. Yeah, it's side. gonna roll out on this date. You know, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. So, but just want to keep you keep you abreast of what's going on. Be safe out there. As um, always, listen to podcasts, watch TV, be stay around home. your family and friends. Yeah, stay home. Um, watch the, movies, listen to, to your music. HR cat about your spouse. You know? <laughs> exactly the usual. <laughs> the, the cat or the dog, make them HR, and then you just tell your complaints to them, and then write on a paper, and they can just eat it. But yeah, see, it works out yeah, for, for everyone. Really. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just be safe. And I know it's a trying time for everybody, mm-hmm. but uh, be careful with yourself and your loved ones. And Down with your bad self. <laughs> just try to have as much fun with it as you can yeah. in a hard situation. Yeah. You know, listen to pop culture stuff like this. Yep. Well, I think that's a good thing. Uh, you know, as always, folks, follow the bear. Follow the bear. Follow the bear. Follow the bear. Bear. Follow. Bye, folks. Peace.